Hey guys, welcome back to It's All Love Podcast. I'm your host, Bria Lee, and I hope wherever you are um, and what day it is that you are well, your heart is in a great space. I know that there is so much going on in the news and in social media, and I just feel like every week it's something new. It's something else between politics and breaking news. COVID-19, bro, still on a rampage. Everyone is just going through something. So I just want to encourage you guys to be kind to yourself, be kind to others, you know, embrace your power, embrace your own power, and you'll be able to empower others, learn how to calm your mind, you know, maybe have some courageous conversations, take time to yourself, just as long as you're taking care of you. Um... I have just been enjoying my isolation. I've just been enjoying peace and quiet lately. Just not that I'm in a mood or anything, but I've just been learning to just accept being by myself and just learning how to be by myself and growing in those moments and finding something out. I'm I'm loving that I'm finding something out something new about myself every single day and just taking the time to just listen and to be present in the moment. So whatever it is that you need to do to stay in a healthy mindset, just make sure you are doing that. And I encourage you to do that. Um, Today, I just wanted to kind of talk, well, I wanted to talk about um, comparison. I know a lot of us compare ourselves, including myself, compare ourselves to others, whether it's in, you know, your family or comparing, but the most I compare myself to is when I find myself comparing myself the most when I am on social media. So do you ever find yourself scrolling through social media and comparing your life to others? Or who do you most frequently compare yourself to? Or who have you compared yourself to within the last 24 hours? Do you find yourself on social media scrolling and feeling smug or just feeling like, oh, I'm better because I did it this way? You know, there's so many of us, including myself, that have allowed for social media to be such a loud noise in our lives and we start to ruminate about our lives and what we don't have compared to other people's lives quote-unquote from social media and sometimes you know I find myself in these moods that are deeply rooted in the lack of accomplishments because of social media or fraudulence complex or another term could be um, imposter syndrome which is basically the inability to internalize our strengths and our accomplishments you know um, comparing myself because I don't have my degree yet or comparing myself because I don't have that home I haven't bought my first home yet or whatever it is that because of social media I feel like I have so much less to offer by looking at other people's posts and stories and tweets etc it's just I know that I don't have less but in those moments seeing other people's um I guess the highlights of their lives you know it makes me feel like I I do not have enough to offer it's just the pressure of 
society's expectation, the pressure to perform our lives for each other, the pressure to prove our lives to one another constantly, constantly posting, you know, that's pressure, the pressure to feel special or unique or set apart. But I've been learning that you don't have to prove that. That's what you already are. I'm already special. I'm already unique. I'm already set apart. And sometimes the pressure we feel doesn't come from God. It's coming from the quote unquote culture or the worldly views that's causing us to have discontentment. And that is a pressure that, you know, all we should not want to have. I know that's something that I struggle with, you know, just the pressure that I should look a certain way or the pressure that I should be in a better predicament than I am now. Um, or the pressure of regretting not finishing college years ago. I feel like I'm so, I'm very hard on myself. So when I see other people's accomplishments, I'm always comparing my life to their their social media. When we, I have to take a step back and realize that I don't need to be comparing anything. I'm right where I need to be, but it's so hard in that moment, you know, and I know we've all heard of the famous quote, comparison is the thief of joy. And I, the meaning of that is you're comparing yourself to others, which is taking all your happiness away. And, you know, we're depriving ourselves of all the great things we do have and self-sabotaging ourselves over the things we don't have. And that is pressure. Comparing yourself to others drives your own behavior. Have you ever seen yourself on social media scrolling, probably talking stuff to yourself, and you just get yourself into a negative mood, a negative mindset? That's driving our own behaviors. And we are creating those negative thoughts. We're sitting in them and we're believing those lies. And that is just as much as we can sink ourselves into a negative mindset, we have to learn how to sink ourselves into a positive mindset as well. Um, no matter how well we're doing, um, comparing yourself to others takes your eyes off of your own goals. And the devil can't, you know, he can't force you to think about things, but he can influence your way of thinking. He can influence you to continue to sit in that negativity um, and he can influence your patterns on how you think. And he wants us to think negative about ourselves. He wants us to think we aren't where we need to be. And we need to put that to an end today. And I'm talking to myself too. And, you know, we cannot let social media let us think that we're falling off. That's something I tell myself when I even now, when I even find myself in a moment where I'm comparing where I am compared to someone else, I have to pray instantly right then and there. And I have to change that, that thought like, no, you are not falling off. Maybe God is calling you to go deeper. Maybe he's giving you a different route so you can learn a valuable lesson to get to the next level in your life. And I think those moments, you know, when you're able to correct yourself in those negative thoughts, in those negative moments, um, that's when you'll start to see change. Most comparisons are considered to be very 
dangerous. The only comparisons that are considered to be healthy are those that inspire you to make a change in your life for the better. Other than that, the most comparisons are damaging to our positive and mental health. So I have some practical and some spiritual tips I feel like that will help us not compare as much um, our lives to other people's lives on social media. Because honestly, we don't know people behind their posts. We don't know where their hearts are positioned. We don't know what they went through to get to that accomplishment. You know, everyone has a different route. And that's, I'm constantly telling myself that I don't need to compete with certain people. I don't, I don't have to compete with anyone actually. Um, and just constantly telling myself I am where I need to be. You have to constantly tell yourself that when you start to have those negative minds or those negative thoughts, you know, you have to replace them with positive ones. Like I'm going to get my degree. I'm going to be in better health. You know, it's coming. And so some practical tips, you know, I just have a few, um, practical tips I feel like that will help us not compare and the first one is to clear up your timeline and I know that that sounds like something small but clear up your timeline I uh, remember I was talking to my friend and let's say he was following or he had like 500 followers and he was only following like 20 people and one day I just asked him, like, why are you only following 20 people and you have so many followers? And he said, he told me that he just wants to protect what he sees, like protect what he's taken in. And I wasn't expecting it to be such a deep <laughs> uh, rebuttal. I was thinking just, you know, he just doesn't want his follow his numbers to be up that high, you know. But he told me that he's very conscious on what he looks at on social media. And then like... A few days later, I went to Bible study and my pastor was talking about protecting your eye gate and your ear gate and how important that is. And that is so true. So you have to clear up your timeline, protecting your eye gate, what our eyes see, that is the window to our soul. And we need to protect that. What you allow through your eye gate will seep into your mind and eventually it will seep into your heart. And eventually you'll start believing that stuff you know and um, Matthew 6 tells us the eye is the lamp of the body so if your eye is healthy your whole body will be full of light but if your eye is bad your whole body will be full of darkness so anything that has you dimming your own light on social media unfollow them anything that has you feeling like you are not good enough unfollow them anybody that has you second guessing the type of woman the type of man you are unfollow them anything that is bringing darkness to your life on social media unfollow them block them if you have to block them block their stories block mute mute them do whatever you need to do so you cannot feel that darkness that type of darkness in your life um the next number two take a break. And I know this is, again, sounds so small, but take a break from social media. Like even if you have your own business, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I have my business, I have to do it. 
okay, well, take a break for, you know, do your business stuff in the in the morning or do your business stuff at night, you know, whichever times are best where you can write people back and get in touch with people, but take a break. I sometimes always take a break from social media, not sometimes, I always take a break from social media. There are weeks where I'll be off for like a week, there's weeks where I'll be off for a few weeks or days, but I always make sure I cut out the noise. And social media breaks, they can be very good for our mental health and our social life. Studies are showing, I know Psychology Today put out a study that said that social media increases depression and envy and it decreases your well-being and there's other studies out there that are showing that social media can lead to depression low self-esteem anxiety um body image issues you know sometimes it's best that we cut out the noise and we take a step back and just learn to live in the moment you know and that um that is, you know, some things on social media, they aren't always sustainable, you know, and that's something that I'm constantly reminding myself as well. Like I had to unfollow as much as anyone who knows me knows I love Lyra Galore <laughs> and I love Megan the Stallion and a whole lot of other people, but I unfollowed all of them. And, you know, to be completely honest, it just, it had me not in a jealous way, but I just had to, I was constantly second guessing myself, looking at their pictures, even though I think they are beautiful women, they're talented, you know, I was second guessing who I am. And that's not good. That's not a good, that's pressure. That's not a good, that's not a good flow to be in. That's not a good, it's just not a good space to be in at all. And I had to unfollow them. I had to take a break from social media and just learn how to live in the moment. Um, the next one I would say, the third point is to rely on God's opinion rather than the opinion of others. And, you know, this is very like our own insecurities often causes us to compare ourselves with others looking either looking for a way to feel superior but what if you and I relied on God's opinions for of of us before we had a chance to listen to our own or before we have a chance to listen to others opinions and you know if someone is praising a woman who hasn't done half of what you've done we have to learn how to quietly thank God that he sees our hearts and he sees our action and he knows the real story. If someone is bragging about her own, his or her own abilities, don't start comparing your talents with theirs. Instead, just quietly take it to God and whisper, this doesn't matter, God. Help me to be content with your, evalu with your evaluation of me over anything else. Once we learn how to grasp or once we grasp how God sees us and views us, we have a whole different outlook on life. We start to not, we, we're not so encumbered by what other people's moves are, what other people's positions are, because we're right in the, the place we need to be. And sometimes we have to tell ourselves what to think in order to keep our minds from going in the wrong direction. Not only are you and I fearfully and wonderfully made, but when we are in Christ, he sees us as being perfect in him. 
And that means we have God's measuring stick, not our own or of others of what they live by. We have his measuring stick and we're measuring up to what he wants us to be and not what others think we should be. And the last point um, I have is pretty simple, but it is, I feel like it's the most imperative one. And that is to live in a moment of gratitude. You know, being grateful for the moments that you are in, have those constant moments of gratitude. You know, I constantly have been working on that as well. You know, there's a lot of things going on in this world today, but there's so many other things to be grateful for. And, you know, whether it's, you know, my fridge being full, you know, my daughter waking up and she's talking and growing and um, a prayer being answered, being in a constant state of gratitude helps you be more present in that moment and be more, it helps you be more content on the things you have rather than concentrating on the things you don't have right now. And I think, you know, we get so caught up on social media and 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 just comparing ourselves and comparing where we're at and comparing um you know oh I don't my page doesn't look like their page my body doesn't look like their bodies you know and just be grateful that you're in great health you know I've I've been learning that because you know <laughs> I am a plus size woman and I see society's expectations on what um, our bodies should look like and you know I don't want to feel that pressure on me that I need to look a certain way to be loved or look a certain way to be accepted you know or to be in the popular group it's purpose over popularity for me it's purpose over the praises of the worldly people and that's the mindset we have to be in we have to seek our own purpose and if I'm being completely honest <laughs> I remember um, a year ago, sometime last year, I remember, I, I think at the time I, I believe I was broke. Like I had no money in my account. All the bill, I believe all my bills came out at the same time. I had nothing. I was on social media and, um, a stripper I was following was posting all of her money on social media. And I found myself comparing my life to a stripper. And that's when I was just like, okay, no. Like here I am with a burden on me that I wasn't built for by comparing myself to someone who has a completely different calling than me, you know? And I realized that I'm hurting in ways that I don't need to be hurting because I'm putting myself in a position that I wasn't built to live in. You know, yes, yeah, yeah, she that's her calling. That's who she that's what she feels is best for her at that time. That's not my calling. I have to constantly remind myself um, that everyone has different callings. Everyone has a different route. Everyone is going is striving to be better, but they're all going in different ways, you know, and I'm thankful that everyone you know, that we all have different callings. We all have different routes. You know, we all have different views on things. I'm thankful for that, that we're not all the same. But I have to constantly remind myself that he or she has a different calling than me. Doesn't mean that he or she is better. It doesn't mean that I'm better. It's the calling is different. I'm learning that comparison kills contentment. 
it kills our joy it kills our relationships or friendships with people it kills our relationships with our family it can even kill your ministry whatever you're called to do and have you ever noticed friends like the friends that secretly hate on you because they're secretly comparing where you are to them have you ever noted have you ever even had a friend like that who compares what they're doing with you all the time that is pressure that can really kill your joy that can really take away from the lessons you should be learning in this moment and in this space and I sometimes think like man I'm I'm a good person I have good intentions I treat people how I want to be treated. I go to church. I pray. I seek a relationship with God. When am I going to get to that place? Why doesn't my life look like that? And I have to consciously tell myself, whatever you work at is going to come to you. God is going to do his part and we have to do ours. Just because it's taking longer to achieve doesn't mean you're not winning. You're still winning because you're trying every single day. You're still winning because you're not comparing your journey to someone else's. And I have to also remind myself, you know, don't let people give you a time frame on when you have to make things happen. I know social media has its way of, you know, you have to grind, 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 hustle, 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 you know, and that is not always the case there. You know, the Bible tells us there is a time, there is a season for the grind. There is a time for the hustle. You know, everyone is not in the grind and hustle mode 24-7. And some people, you know, aren't successful until 23, some 35, some 50 plus. You're not living for them. You're living for what God wrote out for you before you were even thought of. So just remember, you know, when you're on social media, again, things on social media aren't always sustainable. It's not always what it looks like. You know, you never know what that person is going through. And the space of love I would like to leave us in is something I found on this little, uh, I found on Instagram, the Be Happy Project posted. And it says, you're not behind in life. There's no timetable that we all must follow. It's, uh, it's made up. 7 billion people can't do everything in the same order. What's early? What's late? Compared to who? Don't beat yourself up for where you are. It's your schedule and everything is right on time. And I hope that, you know, the next time that you go to compare yourself, you know, that you can remind yourself that you are made in God's perfect image, that you don't need to compare yourself to anyone do not beat yourself up you are right where you need to be and just keep praying and asking for that strategic plan and everything will flow your way trust me so so thank you for listening to another episode of it's all love podcast please don't forget to comment rate review share and subscribe i appreciate everyone's support that Um, And everyone who have posted and shared, I so very much appreciate you. 
and until we meet again. Also, I want to give a special shout out. Today is my daughter's fifth birthday. So happy birthday, Amaris. I love you so much and I'm so honored to be your mom. And I cannot believe you are five years old and you're growing into such a big girl. And I just cannot wait to see who you will be in another five. So I love you so very much and happy, happy birthday, sweet girl. Talk to you later.